Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, April the 27th. We are in the waning days of April, and I hope wherever you are, uh, however you are, you are experiencing the depth and the goodness and the closeness, the proximity of God's goodness in your life today, of that Easter joy, resurrection. Uh, okay, John chapter 10. Let's continue going through it. I mentioned that, uh, you know, the fourth Sunday of Easter uh, every year is Good Shepherd Sunday. Uh, so we started John 10 yesterday uh, and that idea of the Good Shepherd. Uh, we did John 10, 1 through 10. Well, we're going to skip the verses that we heard on Sunday. That's where Jesus says, uh, you know, time and time again, um, I have the power to lay down. I, he calls himself very clearly, I am the good shepherd. Uh, you know, um, uh, I, I have the power to lay down my life on behalf of the sheep. Um, a hired hand, you know, sees the, the wolf coming and, and runs away because he doesn't care about the sheep. He, he just cares about his pay. But I am the one who, who will lay down my life on behalf of the sheep. So that's what we would have heard in sequence had we gone on with that. That was Sunday's reading. But now we're going to skip beyond that. So today we're going to do John chapter 10, uh, verses 22 to 30. So basically on the other side of what Jesus said to us on Sunday. John 10, 22 to 30. Let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The feast of the dedication was taking place in Jerusalem. It was winter. And Jesus walked about in the temple area in the portico, on the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe, because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hands. The Father and I are one. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Short reading, but it's so there's so much in there. So good. Let's start with this. Let's start at the at the beginning. Um, well, okay. So Jesus is walking in in the temple. Okay, so he's in Jerusalem. The temple is the center of Jerusalem. It's the center of of religious life. It's the center of political life. It's the center of everything. Uh, it's the center of their community of their culture. Uh, and so Jesus is in the midst of that. Well, of course, where else would we be as Christians except in the center of, of what everything's going on with our faith? We're called to be in the very center of it, too, not, not peripheral. Um, how can we uh, be yeast for a culture if we're going to stand on the outside of it? So Jesus was in the very heart of it. Um, and so they gather around him and, and basically plead and say, listen, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? Just tell us. Are you the Christ? Are you the one? And um, Jesus, again, in John, he does this a lot, but he uses this imagery. He's like, I've already told you, if I told you, you know, with my, with my works, um, but you're not going to believe me because, because um, you're not of my sheep. You're, or what does it say here exactly? 
but you do not believe me because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. Same stuff we heard yesterday, right? That same imagery, uh, you know, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. So I think the question for us today is, how sold are we today? Uh, you know, you can't answer for tomorrow, and, and, and I suppose we shouldn't be answering for yesterday. How sold are we that Jesus is the Christ for us. I don't just mean in our head. I think every one of us would say, yes, no doubt about that. I mean in our actions. How much do we live that out? Not just in a way that maybe other people can see and in a way that would evangelize. I mean in a way that we put our money where our mouth is. You know, faith is uh, the evidence of things not seen, right? That's what Paul says. Um, but, but it's that evidence of maybe something that's unseen, but I'm going to walk in that direction. You know, it's, you may come up and tell me, Joe, I've got um, something that you have to see in, uh, in Green Bay. It's amazing. And no, it's not Lambeau Field, by the way. God love you, because I wouldn't be going there. Joe, I got something for you to see in Green Bay. It'd be amazing. It'll be amazing for you, for your family, for your life. I have at that point the choice to believe you, to put my faith in you. And in putting my faith in you, I'm going to show that by getting in the car or getting on my, my motorcycle or whatever it is and going to Green Bay right? That's what faith looks like at that point. It looks like getting behind the, the, the uh, steering wheel. Um, I can just say, oh, that's fantastic. Can't wait. I'll, I'll, I'll be heading out there. But if I don't make any actions to that effect, it shows, even if I believe them in my head, if I don't move in that direction, it shows how little faith I have. Silly image for, for what Jesus is saying or the question I'm asking. You know, they're saying, you know, stop keeping us in suspense. Are you the Christ? He said, I've shown you. I've done all this. But you simply aren't going to walk in that direction. You're not getting behind the steering wheel based on what I'm inviting you to. How well do we do that? Today, today. There's no shame in this question. I'm not, I'm not asking you to feel guilt pangs. I'm not asking you to judge yourself. I want you to be good to yourself. But I am asking us to be honest with ourselves. Are we following through with our actions, what we say we believe in our head? And that's a tough one. That's a tough one for me. It's a tough one sometimes day by day, isn't it? But, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it goes back to James, doesn't it? You know that letter of James. Faith without works is dead. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith that upholds my works. The two, it's like separating ice and snow. You can't do that. Um, they go together. And, and that's what our faith in Christ, if he is truly the Savior for us, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the one who brings good news, the one who at a, at a base level changes who we are, how does, that, how does that show forth in our life today? How can I get behind the steering wheel? Maybe that's a good question. Is there a steering wheel I need to get behind today? And trust me, my friends, again, no guilt, no judgment. That's a question for me. Love the end of this reading here. So my sheep hear my voice. I want to talk about that in just a second. 
But um, I love this idea. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one can take them out of the Father's hands. The Father and I are one. One, it attests to the strength of God. Nobody. So let's say Satan. Satan can't come up to God and say, give me that sheep. And God says, no. But Satan just takes it right out of his hand. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. God is stronger. You know, Satan can't do anything. Can't do anything. In fact... The only things that happen in this life, in this world right now, is because our God has allowed it to be so and can redeem it. There is nothing that happens in this world, nothing that our God does not, A, allow, and B, cannot be made for good. Because God can make all things work for good. All things. Because Satan has no power. God has the power. But I go back to yesterday's image in that story, and I really like it because I think it's true. When, uh, you know, again, well, what do I know? I, I want it to be true. That shepherd said, you know, that, uh, that no, you can dress up in my garb, and, and the sheep are still going to only follow me because they know my voice. But if they're unhealthy, if they get sick, they may follow another. I think that, brothers and sisters, speaks to this today. Nothing can wrest us out of the hand of God. Nothing is stronger than God. But you know what can? Ourselves. Ourselves. I think we're the ones that can walk out of God's hand. Who God gave us that free will. What an amazing gift and what a vulnerable gift he gave us. But we're the ones who can walk out of that hand. And, and why would we do that? Because we're unhealthy we're sick. We're listening to the wrong things, um, which gets me to that to this last point. How do we listen? How do we listen to the one thing? You know that last line is so good. The Father and I are one. We are one. I mean, it, 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 Jesus says it. You know, in in, in a myriad of ways. Uh, at the Last Supper, he's going to say it to Philip. You know, Philip, God love him. Show us the Father, and that'll be enough for us. Oh, Jesus just rolls his eyes. Philip, have you been with me all these years, and you still do not know? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. You know, Paul, when Paul's on his way to Damascus, and he uh, falls to the ground blind, and Jesus says to him, Paul, Saul, Saul, at that point, uh, it's using his Hebrew name, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And, and Saul says, who, who are you, Lord, that you persecute me? And he says, I, it is I, Jesus, whom you are persecuting. You know, and, and equates uh, his very image with, with the church. You know, and, and here, and, and at the Last Supper, he equates his image with God. You know, my friends, we are not mere deists. We do not simply believe in a God in the heavens. Um you know, whom we, we can conjure up uh, various images of and, and who we can create in our image or in the culture's image or, or whoever wants to, to throw whatever image on them. We are not deists, brothers and sisters. We are Christians, meaning we follow the God of Jesus Christ. And as Jesus points out who God is, that is the God we believe in. You know, there is a story, and again, don't know if it's apocryphal or not, um, of a young gal who uh, was chatting with her uh, professor at, uh, at college and said, you know, I've come to the fact that I just don't believe in God anymore. 
And the professor surprises the young woman and, uh, and says, well, maybe I should congratulate you. And the woman looks at her odd and says, why on earth would you congratulate me? And the professor says, because maybe the God you believe in is too small. Maybe that God de- deserves it not to be believed in, and you need to believe in a God that is larger. That's, brothers and sisters, exactly what I think Jesus is saying here today. We keep talking, how do we listen to the voice of God? How do we hear him? How do we hear him? Brothers and sisters, if Jesus is correct when he says this, and I know he is, if Jesus is correct when he says, I and the Father are one, one, then what we see with Jesus is true of God. How Jesus reached out to those who were on the fringes, how he treated the lost and the sinners and the poor and those who felt isolated. How did he treat them? How did he treat them? This is not a rhetorical question. If that is true, that Jesus and God are one, that is how God looks at you and I. And the best news, and I didn't even point this out yesterday, and I should have done this, you know, when it talks about how the sheep hear, uh, hear his voice and, and they follow. This is the word um, that, uh, that he said, oh, I got to go find it. Sorry. Uh, I should have had this all up for you. Uh, uh, Monday. Here we go. Monday's reading. Um. The gatekeeper opens it for him. Okay, whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. As the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. Brothers and sisters, that's who our God is. Our God, the God of the universe, the God who created trillions of stars, the God who created billions of worlds, and it may be T, I don't know if it's B, I don't know how many worlds there are, there are a whole lot. The God who created everything, who created the flowers that we see, the, 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 the birds in the sky, the, the, the animals of the deep, the fish of the deep, God knows your name. And more than just knowing your name and my name, he knows everything about us. And so we have nothing that, that, that we need to feel like we hide from him because he knows it already and he can bring it. And do you know what? He already knows it and that doesn't stop loving you. It doesn't stop him from loving you. In fact, it helps him love you more because he knows what we need to be pulled out of. And he, what he invites us to, he knows our name and he calls us by name and he simply invites you. Remember what we were talking about Friday? Just remain in him. Just, just keep following the voice. The growth will happen. Where we end up is going to be exactly where we need to end up because he's going to, he's going to call us. And, and how do we hear his voice? Just read scripture. And that's why you're here today, which is so great. Because who Jesus is is who God is. And we probably in our lives, maybe now, maybe yesterday, maybe tomorrow, there are images of God we need to set aside and say, you need to be congratulated because that image of God does not fit with who the God of Jesus Christ is. Because that's the only image of God we need to follow. That is who we follow. Because that is who God is. I and the Father are one. What does it look like? Looks like Sunday's reading, right? Where Jesus, if he says it once, he says it five times. And that's no exaggeration. I will lay down my life for the sheep. 
There is nothing and no place God won't go for you and I. And those people in our life, all those people on the fringe and those people who are just crying out. God loves them, knows them by name. Do we know them by name? Lots of good stuff in this reading today, brothers and sisters. He's the good shepherd. He's the good shepherd. That's who not only Jesus is, it's who God is. He knows us by name. And he and, and God are one. And do we believe it? Not just in our head, but in how we live our life today. In how we image God and how we share that image with those around us. That's enough for today, huh? Let's pray. So, my friends, we uh, continue through our sorrowful mysteries today. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second sorrowful mystery, the scourging at the pillar. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, my love to you. Thanks for uh, being present and bringing open God's word with me today. Have a wonderful Tuesday, and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow.